Welcome to The Spirit of Success, a podcast hosting honest conversations for people who want to show up and work in life to create their own limitless realities. Each week, we deliver spiritual inspiration from real people, sharing their stories about authentic living from their own less traveled. Now here's your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Spirit of Success podcast. I am your host, Dr. Tracy Debbie, and it is such a pleasure to be here with you today recording episode zero. Um, I'm just taking a deep breath here because it's taken me two years to sit down and finally record this episode and bring this podcast into existence. I wanted to record this episode to really share with you my story, why I created this podcast after two years, and um, why I think now is the time to release it. So if you have a dream that you're sitting on, always follow your dreams. Yeah, that's the end of my TED Talk. So let's start (laughs) with telling you my story. So I am recording this in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I did my undergrad at University of Waterloo. I got my Bachelor of Science in Kinesiology. Um, And what was really cool about my school and the reason why I I actually chose that school is because we did a co-op program. So one of my first work terms was in 2008. And if you remember anything about that time, that's when we had the financial kind of stock market crisis thing happen. So the first jobs to get scrapped are the co-op jobs. So it was a really interesting time to be looking for a job because there was nothing really available. And yet we still needed these co-op terms. So I applied to like every job that was available. And I'm not going to lie to you, in 2008, I didn't know what a chiropractor was, but I applied to the job because I needed to, because I wanted every opportunity possible. So I really hit it off with the with the chiropractor that was there. And I ended up working there um, for one of my terms. And they were like, oh, yeah, you get free care for working here. So I'd never seen a chiropractor in my whole life. And I decided, cool, I'll take advantage of it. Growing up, I had like really, really bad migraines and headaches and, you know, I have to take time off school and be worse with my period. And so they were like pretty bad. So I'd be like down for the count for like a day or two. And I just kind of accepted that as a part of my life at the time. So um, when they were like, yeah, you get free care. I was like, perfect. So I started getting care under them and literally my migraine disappeared. It was such a difference. I was like, oh my God, my life has improved so much and there was no drugs just basically your hands um so if you don't know what chiropractic is it's a alternative healthcare therapy um, where the practitioner uses their hands to manipulate joints of your spine but also any other major joint of the body i was instantly attracted to the profession and you know i wasn't so I i wasn't a huge fan of some of the practices that were happening in the office so i was like hey i can do this I decided then that I was going to be, I was going to go to chiropractic college. So after my experience at Waterloo, I went to New York Chiropractic College, which is not in New York City. It is actually in upstate New York in a little town called Seneca Falls. So it was a beautiful place to go to school in. And I was really passionate about chiropractic because um, how much it changed my life. So I worked really hard in school and I got really good grades and school was tough. The education part was very similar to med school and that afforded me an opportunity that not very many people had in the school. So I got to um, move down from this little tiny town in upstate to um, Miami, Florida. 
So you can imagine why I wanted that opportunity. And I got to go in the winter, which is cool. So I got to go to Florida to intern at the Veterans Hospital there. Now, I had no experience with anybody in my family being a veteran. I mean, I had like a loose idea of what that was like just from TV and stories that you hear from like, you know, third party resources, but I didn't really know what that was like. And I didn't know how the veterans healthcare system was different than any kind of other healthcare system. So I got there and I learned those things very quickly. So I'll tell you the way I understood it at the time. So the veterans healthcare system is like the only truly collaborative healthcare system in North America um, that I was aware of at the time, meaning that the veterans can come to the hospital and like everybody is sort of under one roof and they have access to everyone. They also have a universal file, I think it's called, that houses all of their health data. So we were the physical therapy wing being a chiropractor. And so I could see their blood tests. I could see, you can see all their tests in one file. So what was interesting about being in the veterans system was I got this greater understanding of healthcare as a whole because it wasn't so, there wasn't compartments where, you know, you see this person for that. I mean, you did, but it was, it was under one roof. So I got to understand how my visit or their visit with me was going to impact their visit with their next provider. And the thing that was interesting about veterans in particular is that um, it was all ages too. So you saw people who were like 19 and discharged and you saw people who were like 80 and everywhere in between. So the biggest thing I took away from the veterans system was that, you know, there's a lot of comorbidities, meaning known diagnoses. So we saw a lot of diabetes, a lot of high blood pressure, a lot of heart disease, What was interesting about that is having to take into account the different diagnoses that people have. I had to learn a whole bunch of medications that I was unfamiliar with. So yeah, it was a really big learning curve. And then also figuring out where, what what we do fits into that. Something else that most people know is that there were a large proportion of the veterans who were diagnosed with PTSD. And one of the reasons that also makes this whole experience unique is that the veterans were actually compensated financially based on their disability level. What that means is that the more disabled they were, so aka the more that the U.S. government had to take responsibility for their decrease in quality of life, the more they would get paid. So I remember the first week I was there, part of our training was doing tests to see if people were telling the truth about their symptoms or not. But then it really gave me a full appreciation of, you know, the full spectrum of healthcare and what my role could be because these veterans were facing challenges of just a human nature. Um, it gave me this greater, wider lens on what healthcare could be and really what my role was. And I realized that at the same time that we weren't really taught this in school, effective communication with people to really figure out what's going on. A lot of the questions I was taught around was about pain. And then you ask health questions, but they're very they're very cut and dry, and they're usually just related to surgeries and kind of any of the quote-unquote red flag questions. So that experience left me uh, a changed person for sure because I started to feel like there was more to what I was doing than what I was trained to do. 
you know, a lot of the veterans would give me feedback like, you know, you were so helpful because you just listened to me. I mean, I didn't even know how to really help them. I just listened because that's like literally all I could do. And that's all that they wanted sometimes. And so it really opened my eyes to what in the heck is my role in healthcare. And I felt underprepared in a way. It felt like I was only trained to look at the physical things and not appreciate the other parts of the human experience. And I had that nagging feeling graduating from chiropractic college. So I decided, you know, I want to give myself a chance to work in the States because I'm from Canada. So I decided to apply to teach at my school and I got the position and quickly realized that was not my (laughs) calling and thing to do. I was confused, like I said, um, about what my role was. So I knew I needed some kind of radical change and I thought that would be, that would come from moving across Canada. So it didn't really work out with me getting a job in the States. So I decided to um, come back home to Canada, but I wanted something different. So I moved to British Columbia, which is on the West coast of Canada. That was a really cool experience too, because I moved to a town called Kamloops and um, they had a shortage of medical doctors there. So I think there was only three in the whole um, city. So I was really highly respected as a a chiropractor. I was even seeing people who had complaints that they could have seen uh, their family doctor with, but literally they would rather just get my opinion on it because they didn't have to wait so long. So um, I was, I built a practice fairly quickly. I was helping a lot of people because they were, they were motivated to get better. So it was really easy to to help people because my approach was more so empowerment from the beginning so I never really um, subscribed to that whole, I'm going to adjust your back and then off you go. It was never, that was never something that resonated with me. I always wanted to give people quote unquote homework to empower them. And that fit really well with how people um, lived their life in BC. So I was doing really well for um, a time there. And then I noticed that people were coming in and they, were, they had the same stuff. But I had this nagging feeling like there's something more going on. But I didn't feel confident with it because, like I said, it wasn't something I was sort of taught in. So I thought, well, the answer must be taking more courses and having more education (laughs) because why not? So I literally decided that I'm going to take every extracurricular course that resonates with me so I can find the solution and the answer to help people in the capacity and the way that I know I am capable of and want to. And at this point, I felt like they needed I would work crazy hours during the week and then I would travel and take like every course that I could under the sun to learn these techniques that I thought would fill in the gap that I was feeling. And so it led me to um, a lot of burnout because I was working so much and I also started to develop chronic fatigue syndrome. So if I wasn't in the, in the office working, I was literally like just lying on the couch at home. So it was these like polar opposites. On top of that, and this is sort of an aside, but I was always kind of like a mildly depressed kid. And so I felt those tendencies starting to like creep back in. Also, when you have patients that, you know, are coming to you and telling you, you know, that they're not making improvements, I started to to take that personally. You add all those things up and it, it led me towards a really, really dark tunnel 
And then another thing too, is that I actually developed some lower back pain myself. I sought out care here and there, but it was more just symptom management. And then when the symptoms were under control, I didn't really do much with it. So my lower back pain started to flare up again. And at the same time, all these things were coming together. The depression got worse, the burnout got worse. And it led me, like I said, down this dark, dark tunnel to this one experience where I convinced myself that the world would be a better place without me. I had this dark night of the soul experience, which if you don't know what that is, it's essentially like you convince yourself that there's no other way out and you feel smothered in your situation. And I mean, I think there's some theories that it's connected to your astrology charts. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's basically like this one culmination of all this darkness. And so I had that experience and I'll never forget the day actually because it transformed and changed my life and not in a sad way. I know it's starting to sound sad. It wasn't actually in a sad way. I realized for the first time that day that I actually had a choice, like everything was a choice. And I know that sounds so strange because I'm the way I'm telling it to you now, I've, I've reflected on it, but I honestly didn't think I had a choice. I thought this was like the only option. So yeah, so all these things happened and it culminated to this one experience and my mental health was in shambles and I knew that I needed to do something. So when I said that I realized I had a choice, it was a choice to be here on earth. And I had this deep knowingness that there was something more I was meant to do. And all these experiences that I had, like my whole life, was preparing me for what I was really here to do. And it was the first time I really had solace for, I have like, there's something I'm here to do. And it gave me great comfort, actually, in that moment, knowing that, okay, I'm choosing to be here. And there is a greater purpose for why I'm even here. And I really, really leaned hard on spirituality to get me through that time. Obviously, I sought out um, help. So in BC, there are lights, there are lots of psychotherapists. And I met an incredible one who helped me out of that time. And because they look at things so holistically out there, I didn't have to go on any medications. But I remember thinking to myself, if I can... And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with medications. It was just important to me not not to use them. I just didn't feel like I needed them. And so it was just a personal choice. It was also why I became a chiropractor. I didn't want to rely on pharmacology. So I made a promise to myself that if I could figure out how to do this for me without the use of any kind of drugs, like I was going to dedicate my life to it because I felt like that was part of my purpose. I didn't really know. I just had this feeling like it was connected. So I continued working in BC for a little bit, um, really started to take more control of my health. So started to eat better, exercise better. And then I wanted to start learning about personal development because I felt like that was the next right step. So I basically went and bought like every book possible. And I remember the first book I bought was about like fear. I think it was called Fear. And two chapters into this book and just like literally talking about your inner child. And I had never even heard of that concept before. And so, yeah, so it was crazy. So I started down this personal development journey. And then I was also going through my psychotherapy, which was a lot of like non-traditional forms of therapy. So just really quickly, I was prescribed something called Shinrin Yoku, 
which is the Japanese word for forest bathing. So essentially you bathe yourself in nature. So you don't actually get naked and like have a shower in some pond, but you literally go there and you just bathe yourself in everything nature has to offer. And I didn't know it at the time, but the whole goal of that was to really expand my awareness. So it wasn't just me taking things personally and beating up on myself. It was really, really being a part of the healing energy of nature and then also um, expanding my awareness so that wasn't so focused and narrow. So I decided to move back to Ontario to be closer to family and friends because I also knew that that would be a, a part of my healing to be around people who were really, really close to me. So I decided to, and for a bunch of other reasons, come back to Ontario and I wanted to live in downtown Toronto, but I didn't have enough money to buy a place. So I lived with my parents and I decided to seek out, you know, all these books that I was reading started talking about the Eastern philosophy and how they look at people as this kind of like one whole being. So when I came back here, I decided to seek out more Eastern techniques for healing. So I was still working as a chiropractor, you know, doing my thing, starting to incorporate more of the personal development stuff into my practice. But at the same time, I sought out acupuncture training because I liked how they talked about meridians and how the whole body is connected. So I got certified in acupuncture and I learned from a really, really talented sports medicine doctor from Spain who had just also really different ideas about healthcare. So my practice is starting to shift a little bit at this point. And then after a year or so of that, and I was commuting every day, so I had like every podcast in my ear, my book collection was increasing. I knew the importance of mindset, but I didn't really understand how to apply it. So I decided like it's time for me to look for a place. Looking for a condo in Toronto at that time was insane. Like there were bidding wars everywhere and entry level condos was the thing everybody wanted. And we were really competing with people across the globe who wanted to move here too. So it was insane. So I looked for almost, I think it was like four, five, six months and, you know, lost bidding wars, got my heart broken. So I was starting to get a little bit desperate. So I was like, well, I think the solution is to take a third job. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a third job and then keep increasing my budget. That's what made sense to me at the time. So I call a, a clinic and I was like, I just want to rent space from you. And then, you know, I'll bring in my own patients, blah, blah, blah. So we start chatting on the phone and just casually, I just say, you know, you sound like somebody that I know. And she was like, oh yeah, who's that? And I said, Bob Proctor. Because as I was doing more of my personal development stuff, I stumbled across Bob Proctor. And I swear, I think she dropped the phone and said to me, you know, you're not a typical chiropractor. I had no idea what she meant by that. But she started asking me about things I wanted. And instantly I was like, oh, the condo, duh. That's like the like number one thing I want. So she gave me like these three tools that she wanted me to do to get the condo. And she used the word manifest. And I didn't really, I wasn't really familiar too much with that word. So she gave me some things to do. They were around writing out the fact that I had a condo in the present tense and then doing this visualization exercise. And so I was desperate and I decided to do it because I was like, she's really passionate about it and um, I'm going to do it. So I did it and I actually visualized the exact condo that I wanted at the time. And I had a few things that I wanted and in the condo, I was like very particular about a double sink for the kitchen. (laughs) I don't know why. I just love them. So 
I wanted that and I wanted a one plus den and I wanted a certain amount of square feet and blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to be close to the water and all these things. So I did that. And then I looked at the listings and I saw one that I didn't really see before. And I was like, hmm, wonder if we can go see it. So anyway, we my dad goes with me. We go see it. The current tenants are like there and they're like cooking rice and it's not staged and they have a dog and their stuff is like everywhere. But I was like, this is the condo I visualized. I saw it. It didn't look this way. <laughs> and obviously these people weren't there. But the bones of the condo were exactly what I pictured to a T. It was insane. I literally almost fell over and my dad was like, are you okay? And so I knew it was mine. I was like, this is my condo. And I got super aggressive with my offer and gave them a certain amount of time. And I'm pretty sure my agent thought I was crazy. And literally on, I'm, I remember we put in the offer and it was signed, I think 30 to 45 minutes later. So just to put into perspective what happened, I saw this person at the clinic on a Thursday or Friday and it was a long weekend. And on the Tuesday, I had the condo. And this was after like months. It just took a few days. I was like, what? And I and the difference was I knew this was my condo. It wasn't like I didn't have any stress or worry. I think everybody around me thought I was crazy, but I knew it was my condo. I just knew it. So I was like, okay, what happened? Like I went, she called me, was like, hey, like, how's the condo search going? I'm like, I have one. And she was like, wow, you're a really great manifester. Didn't even know what that meant. But I was like, what do you do? And what did just happen? So anyway, she had a coaching program and had me hook, line, and sinker. I love more education as you are gathering, so I wanted to know more. So I became her client, and I started learning these principles about energy and law of attraction and vibration and frequency and manifestation. And I was like, wait a minute, these these work for material things, sure, but they also work for physical things. Like I started seeing the connection between what was happening in outside world and like inside world. So something I didn't really touch on was that I like this whole time. So I'm like, okay, I'm living more towards my purpose, but I still had the chronic lower back pain that would flare up from time to time and really slow me down. So that happened a few times. So I started to really be like, okay, wait a minute. If everything's just energy, like, what about if I just start talking to my pain? So I remember one day the pain was so bad. It was like shooting down my back to my legs and I was just like on the floor. And every time I tried to move, it would just like zing down my like leg. So I started talking to my pain, just like, hello, <laughs> to my pain. And just kind of asking like, you know, why are you here? Am I supposed to be learning something from this? And um, to my surprise, I actually got answers. They were a lot in that particular moment. It was a lot about taking responsibility for everything that had happened. I think it was easier to blame this, that, and the other thing. And I was really shown all the opportunities that I had to address this pain and even stand up for myself in certain situations where I didn't do that. And so I started applying these principles to the physical experience that I was having, but also the experience in my life. And both started changing. So as my inside started changing, my in, my inside world, I mean, my outside world was starting to reflect those changes. So then I was like, okay, let me try this with other people and with patients. So I started doing that and the results were like amazing. It was, start, it was, it was starting to fill those gaps that I felt. And I just knew that I had to 
you know, I, I, I wanted to keep seeing how I could incorporate these things. And, you know, I'm trying to talk to my other chiropractic friends and they're like, what are you talking about? I thought I was crazy. So I didn't really openly talk about this. I was sort of keeping it quiet, but people were having better and better results. And I felt like I could relate to them more. I also realized as I was leaning really hard on the spirituality part as if, you know, like my purpose and being here, I have a really strong intuition. So I started to know what was going on with people as soon as they walked in. Because I was so tuned into the energy stuff and my teachings with Bob, I started to just really lean heavily on the intuition. And because I didn't trust it, I would I would ask people. <laughs> I would literally ask permission to, you know, maybe ask them a question about something I was feeling. And I think like 98% of people were open to that. So then I started having this intuition about things that were going on. And then I would verify with the physical findings I would see. So just a high, high, high level example. If somebody walked in and I'd feel something like, hmm, I feel grief, I feel a little bit of sadness, but none of those things were how I felt before this person walked in. So I just kind of tucked that away at the, at the back of my mind. And they would talk about mid-back pain and discomfort. So I again, I'm just taking in puzzle pieces. So it's just information at this point for me. Everything was just information. And so then as I was assessing them, I would see that, you know, certain parts of their spine were not moving as well as other parts of their spine. And sometimes it would correlate to things that they would say, and sometimes it wouldn't correlate to things that they would say. So then I would ask them if, if it was okay to ask them a question. And they would say yes. And then I would ask them if, you know, is everything okay at home? You know, have you experienced any kind of loss recently? And then immediately people would, st- would start crying. And it was a really weird experience in the office because I don't think people expected to hear that. And healthcare is not necessarily designed for that. It's more like cut and dry. I'm your doctor. You're the patient. We keep things at a a certain level. But having those breakthroughs with patients where they would tell me something was like going on, even just them telling me, I would reassess their spine and it would be moving better. It's like, what the heck? is going on here. Then I really started believing A, in my intuition, but B, in the fact that everything is just energy at the end of the day. I started to incorporate this more and more. And then I started getting a reputation for being a holistic chiropractor or someone who looks at the big picture. So I started to see more and more patients who wanted this type of service. So it was cool because I got to really test out my theory if this was actually working. And I found that it was working. And instead of having conversations about just pain or no pain, or I can go back to this activity, but people were telling me like my life is transforming. The same transformation I was literally experiencing with my pain and my life, people were talking about that. And maybe not so much in their whole life, but definitely like my relationship to myself has changed. My relationship to this person in my family has changed. I feel better. I feel centered all these things, which were way more important than, you know, I don't have foot pain today. Not that that's not important, but it was bigger than that. And I started to see the bigger, bigger, bigger picture. So just like how my awareness expanded when I was coming out of that depressive episode, it was happening again in like a bigger way. And I knew, oh my God, like this has to be in the hands of more people. We we need people who are able to put the bigger pictures together because manifestation is not just something that happens in material things, but it happens in healthcare. And I don't think we understand really the power of the mind, but then we do because of the placebo, you know what I mean? So I was really confused. I was like, everyone knows that the placebo effect is a thing. So why are we not 
playing with that? Why are we not incorporating that? So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I'm not going to go into them now, but I started playing around with this stuff and I realized like, this is my purpose to put these things together for people so that people realize that your physical symptoms are not there to bring you down or like harm you. They're there to help you move towards your purpose in life maybe, or even keep you on a path that's better for you. Like your body only wants to protect you and help you get to where you want to go. And so we disrespect it when we when we want to get rid of pain or make certain things go away. So that's just my opinion, but that is the, the like difference in mindset. I started going down this this path, my life is changing. And as I continued on this path, I started meeting people who were doing very similar things, who were starting to change their life by incorporating healing into their life. And that's essentially what I was doing. When I say healing, I mean, healing and curing are two different things. So curing is more like, I want my symptoms to go away. Healing is involves like your whole being. So not just physical, but spiritual, mental, emotional, all of it. It's like, it's like a whole, it's like your whole body, your whole person. Um, and it's a lifelong thing. It, it, if you want continued growth in your life, which is what I've now committed to, it involves healing. And a lot of, I mean, I just kind of briefly mentioned inner child work, but it includes that. It includes past traumatic events in your life. It, it, it involves all these things because all of that manifests in your life in some way and in your body. And I know that because I went through it and I've seen multiple, multiple, multiple people also go through it. So it's at the point now where I'm so confident that this needs to be addressed for more people because we have more information and we have also have more people who are depressed, more people who have mental health crises. And there's more information on the internet about all these things, but it's not helpful to just have more information. It's like, how do you apply it? I'm following my calling now where I want to incorporate all these things and help people in a more meaningful way outside of a chiropractic office. So as I'm recording this today, I am officially an inactive chiropractor, meaning I'm not practicing in the office, but I haven't felt more like a doctor than any other day than today because I finally feel like I'm able to help people to the capacity and level that I know I'm capable of and I know that is really needed in this world. You know, as I've gone through the healing myself, I realize that, you know, I'm no different than nature. Nature only wants to provide for us. And as I'm doing the healing on myself, I just want to heal this planet. <laughs> I just want us to take better care of ourselves and really earth who is here to provide for us. And I know that seems kind of esoteric and woo-woo, but it's true. I mean, I'm not sure how other to say it. And so I think my mission is to help people really feel connected and aligned. You know, as a chiropractor, everyone's like, you know, talking about alignment and alignment is something that comes from the inside. It's not something that necessarily only happens from the outside. And so being a living example of that, I know that firsthand and I was a chiropractor and am a chiropractor. So why this podcast even exists? As I've gone through this journey, there's all these intersections of spirituality and business and mindset. And that's what the spirit of success really is. How do you combine all these things? So when you're saying yes to your calling or yes to something that you know is in your heart or in your soul, when you say yes to that, you take the road less traveled. 
And there's a lot of intersections of all these things that I just mentioned before. And so how you navigate that is totally individual. But the fact that we all have to navigate that is what is so interesting to me is that there's so many similarities and so many differences. So as I've been on this journey, I've met so many incredible people who also feel the calling to do something different or want to take the path less traveled and are committed to growth and are committed to development. And they understand that it's a lifelong process. And so I wanted to create a show where we could have these conversations because they've been so meaningful to me and a part of my journey that I want to share them with more people because sometimes there's parts of this journey that have felt so lonely and it's really easy to convince yourself of all the reasons why you don't want to do these things when the reasons why you you want to do them are sometimes way more important. And so if you resonate with anything I've been saying you know, just know that you are not alone. I think that's the like number one thing that I want to get across. It's like you are not alone. And the title of this podcast is purposely titled because spirit to me is a very personal thing as well. My belief in something bigger than me. That's just like a basic definition. Not that it needs one, but it's very personal. And also so is success. The way people define it, look at it, pursue it is very unique. And so I wanted the show to be something that is a co-creative, collaborative container. So me and my guests every week will be talking about what that looks like for them, what they've learned, and hopefully you can apply some of those learnings to your life. And um, for me, I, I also want to learn as much as I can about this because I think it's something that at some point everyone has to face, you know, am I living the life I'm capable of and that I want? You know, my life looks so different today. Yes, I have material things, but it's also different on the inside. I feel like that dark night of the soul day, I shed a part of my identity that no longer served me and I didn't want anymore. And I could be more of me, truly who I was. I wasn't, I didn't care about being somebody that I thought people wanted me to be on different levels, just as a a sister, a daughter, a friend, a mentor, a leader, a chiropractor, I just got to be me. And that was really liberating. And I really believe that that's possible for everybody. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. And that's why I've created a business around. That's why this podcast is is even here. And the reason why I wanted to release it now is because of what happened earlier this year with this COVID and the pandemic. Just like everybody else, I've been forced to really look within And for some people that might have been really challenging, I felt like I was prepared doing all this mindset work to do that and really have a look at, you know, what's happening in my life and is this the direction I wanted to go? And I had reached a certain plateau of what I wanted, but I still felt this deep pain of not quite living out my life's purpose. And so that's when I decided to be, to let go of my chiropractic identity and embrace a new identity. And that's what I'm doing right now, helping people discover their purpose, their why, and how to connect the dots between mind, body, and soul in your life. And that's what I'm doing. And that's why I think this podcast is going to be so important for me also. I mean, I'm going to learn a a whole bunch here, but also to share with you as I go through this process with my guests who have been, you know, down this line longer, shorter than I have, you'll get all kinds of perspectives. So that's really what I want to do. I want to create this container 
of co-creation with my guests so that we can share with you everything that we've learned to help you on your way. So that in a quick little nutshell is my life. If I have any family or friends listening to this, you probably didn't know that about me, but now you do. And I feel way more comfortable being who I truly am today. And I am looking forward to talking with more people who also have been on similar journeys. So if you know anybody who you think would be a great guest, oh my God, please let me know. If this resonated with you in any way, you can reach out to me. Um, I will put my contact info in the show notes, but um, really quick ways to reach out to me on Instagram is at dr.tracydebi, T-R-A-C-Y-D-E-B-I. And that's also my Facebook page, uh, my company page. I will definitely link up to you, um, to you, for you, whatever. Really excited to get that off the ground starting soon. So thank you so much for listening. I also just wanted to end this episode by saying I have immense gratitude for every single person who has been a part of my journey, big or small. You are a part of me getting to where I am today. There's also been a lot of people in my family and friend circle during COVID that have been a great support to me. Um, you know who you are if you're listening to this. So I just wanted to say thank you so much. I don't think I have the words to express my gratitude, but I wanted to end this episode doing that. So thank you. If you're still here listening, I appreciate you and I have lots of gratitude for you. And I hope you'll join us um, as we release more episodes weekly. So that is episode zero of the spirit of success. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon.